home slice audio. Welcome to Doc Talk, a weekly podcast featuring Monument Health physicians addressing medical topics. Tune into your health with Monument Health. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Doc Talk with Monument Health. My name is Mark Houston, and joining me today is Dr. Rachel Michael, orthopedic surgeon with Monument Health Orthopedic and Specialty Hospital. Hello, Dr. Michael. I'm Hello. glad you're here. Yes, I'm we were, happy to be here. We were talking a little earlier about broken toes, and I might want to get into that down the road a little bit. Um, but what uh, what what brings you out here to South Dakota? What's why did you choose to do what you're doing, doctor? Um, so, uh, well, in med school, back mm-hmm. all the way back in med school, uh, rotating through surgical specialties, I found uh, orthopedics to be great because it's functional, right? Yeah. And um, and everything we do is reconstructive, getting you back to the function that you once were at. So that's why I chose orthopedics and why I chose South Dakota. Um, Honestly, it was the job position uh, that brought me out here, Uh, the ability to treat all ages uh, here uh, with pediatric focus as well as adults. Um, So it really was just the perfect fit. So when when did you realize that this was something you wanted to do? Do you do you have uh, medical history in your family of of doctors or? Um, No, the only medical person in my family was my mother. Um, She worked as a surgical tech for a plastic surgeon. So I got pretty early exposure to that with the take your daughter to work days. <laughs> um, so those work. Yeah. They're very effective. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you got into orthopedics and we'll start simple with this, I think, because I, when I was kind of researching this a little bit, um, I was surprised, you know, you, you, a lot of people I don't think understand the differences as simple as it can be between a sprain and a fracture and a break. I think, <laughs> I think the breaks are obvious. Aren't mm-hmm. they generally? Yes. So fractures and a fractured bone and a broken bone is essentially the same. Right. Um, but I think some people will think a fracture is more hairline or um, where a break is a true, you know, separation of the bone. But really, they're they're equal. <laughs> How would you even know, I guess, if, if you had a fracture? It, it generally, then the bone doesn't, it, it's not like out of place, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it just, it hurts really bad. And you're like, maybe I should go to the doctor. But what yep. if you don't? Well, it <laughs> depends what age you are. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so a lot of children can get what we call a green stick fracture, which is the bone will appear straight still, but it will be really sore um, because it just has like a bowing deformity to it. Okay. Um, so those typically we treat with a cast, um, but if the worst case you didn't get in, they probably would heal just fine. They would just be very sore mm-hmm. uh, for a few weeks. Um, but for an adult, um, you know, the the healing potential isn't there as, as much as it is in children. Oh, I suppose so, not. Just like yeah. anything, the older you get. <laughs> right. Um, so you do specialize, though, in pediatric. Uh, um Yes. Well, okay. I'm, I'm essentially you, a general orthopedist. Okay. I did not do a peds fellowship. However, my training, we yeah. had extensive pediatric training within my residency. Got it. So, okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, I, I, I have a kid who's 16. And, of course, you can't, you know, you can't put them in bubble wrap their entire <laughs> life. And they are going to go out there and they are going to break things for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but why is there, it, it, it seems to be, is there, is there more severity with a pediatric fracture than with adult fractures? I wouldn't say severity so much as is 
it's more you want to get to them sooner. Okay. And the reason why you want to get to a pediatric fracture sooner is because they start healing a lot quicker. They start laying down what we call callus, which is um, a form of secondary bone healing. Basically, this disorganized bone collagen already starts getting laid down in between the broken bone fragments which is great that right. they heal so quickly. But if that bone is not aligned perfectly or not aligned in, in, in an adequate uh, alignment, then that healing sticks together and then we can't manipulate it. We can't reduce it with, you know, just a cast or, or a splint. And then you're looking at a surgery to, to formally correct it. So that's why we like to get to them a little bit sooner. Okay. So, yeah, I guess if, if, if they heal wrong, then, then it just, it's, it's a much longer process and yeah. probably a little more painful process, too, yeah. I would assume, in those situations. Yeah, it is a little bit more difficult, especially the older uh, kids, because so pediatric fractures, they have this ability to remodel. Um, so this remodeling potential is because of their open growth plates, which in the younger kids bones don't have to be perfectly well aligned. We can accept a lot of deformity um, in them because because of this remodeling potential, especially if they're younger, if it's a fracture closer to the growth plate, um, that basically you can have two bones sep- you know, overlying one another. Mm-hmm. And what will happen over time is it, as long as it's set in um, or immobilized rather, mm-hmm. as long as it's immobilized, um, the bones will heal together and then it'll start to resorb on the one side where the bone shouldn't be and it'll lay down bone on the other side where it should be. Because your bone, they it, it <clears throat> keeps, I mean, it tries to fix itself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Okay. So yeah, that, that could be a problem then if you don't get it in and get it fixed. It's going to just <laughs> do what it, it's going to try to do what it can do, I suppose. Yep, exactly. So uh it's always probably best to to err on the side of caution too. If your kid is is out playing and falls off a bike or you know <laughs> runs into a wall or something, <laughs> and 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 it's painful, um, you you recommend get them in just to look yeah. at. Yeah, okay. I mean, especially if they're still complaining of pain, um, if there is any obvious deformity, obviously uh, get them in uh, sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes there's not a lot of deformity. I, you know. Mom can take them home and give them Tylenol Motrin. And if they're still complaining, I think it's worth uh, just coming in, getting an x-ray, taking a look. Is there is there a a, maybe this this is going to be a hard question to ask. Is is there a different type of of pain that comes with a sprain or a fracture? Uh, I mean, will 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 it be you know, because sometimes when you hurt yourself or bruise yourself, Mm -hmm. you know what that feels like and you know. Um, you know, kind of what's wrong, but does a pain get sharper with the fracture? Does it get, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'm asking this as good as I want <laughs> yeah, to, but so, is, so can you fracture, kind of tell? So fracture pain is going to be a little bit more okay. um, than, than your typical uh, sprain, which a sprain is uh, tearing or stretching of ligaments. Mm-hmm. So a, has a, nothing to do with the bone. Well, Generally. well, ligaments attach bone to bone. To, okay, got it. So, so if you have a torn ligament, uh, you know, if it's ripped off the bone, or if it's, <laughs> or if it's stretched over the bone, then then that could be a source of pain, and it could be a source of acute pain. But um, fractures, fractures are also going to be a source of acute pain. Uh, strains, which is more the pulling of a tendon, you know, so uh, the tissue that attaches bone to muscle. Um, that that. It's hard to say because you can have swelling in both, mm-hmm. um, particularly with ligaments and 
uh, ligamentous injuries, you do get a lot of a lot of swelling, which it's hard to differentiate between a fracture. Right. Um, so that's why we just typically would get the X-rays. But okay, yeah. So if your child ends up with a broken arm, broken leg, I mean, is <laughs> it's uh, how much how much do you have to limit them? From from being a kid with that because it's got to be hard. Yes, you know <laughs> it, it is very hard, especially my younger kids. Um, <laughs> so so we so typically we will put them in a cast right. that'll that'll protect them from themselves as much as possible. Um, but really, my limitations that I that I instruct parents on, but I also realize it's not always feasible. Um, if it's an upper extremity injury. I usually say try to limit them from activities where both feet are off the ground. Okay. Trampolines, bicycles, climbing. <laughs> I just can't imagine some pair like, yeah. oh, my kid's got a broken arm, but oh, the trampoline, go ahead, have you fun. You would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so really just mostly because to prevent them from falling or having a high-level fall sure. when they're going to not have their extremity out to protect them from that fall. Okay. Um, and also the cast material is stronger than their bone at that point once it's cured, so you don't want to break above or below your cast. Okay. Um, lower extremity is, we say, non-weight-bearing. <laughs> well, so, that, well, that good, makes good sense. Good luck, sure. you know, with some of the younger ones. Um, okay, here's, here's, here's another kind of weird question that just popped into my mind. What is, what is the easiest and the hardest bones to break? Okay, so um, so really, so pediatric, and I think the rates are probably similar for adults. Um, the highest one is the highest or the most frequently broken bone is wrist. Um, so radius really? or ulna, so wrist or forearm. Um, I suppose it's just if you break your fall, you mm-hmm. put your hands out and yep. that's okay. Yep. So that's probably the most commonly broken bone. And then the least common is femur, mostly just because it it's a harder bone to break. You have to have a much higher... Uh, force of energy going through that. I suppose car accidents and maybe things like Mm -hmm. that would be the way that would happen? Yeah, typically. Okay. Another question we've talked about around here before, and when you get a, when you, I I don't, we we just get into some weird conversations about things, but when you have a cast on your arm, and again, I've never broken a bone, I don't think. So (laughs) when you have a cast on your arm, how does it get removed because it looks like you're you're cutting into the cast when you're taking it off, right? Yes. But I think I think there's a big misconception about how that works, isn't it? Right. So the saw that we use it's uh, it's an oscillating saw. So it, it is very loud. Its bark is much bigger <laughs> than its bite, um, and it actually can't cut you, but it can burn. Um, okay. So I, especially my younger kids, when we go to take off casts, I tell them, I warn them, I'm like, this is going to be really loud. It's going to be scary, but it's not going to hurt you. And so I'll even touch it to my arm oh, um, and I'll show idea. them, see, it can't cut you. Right. And so once they see that, they calm down a little bit. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yep. So we just, we, we just move it in and out of the cast material and then kind of split it open and then cut just with scissors, the, the soft dressing that's underneath. And that's it. So it's more of a, it's, it's not, it's not, literally a rotating blade it's, it's, a, it's just an a, oscillating it's a vibrating blade. yeah vibrating okay blade. that yep. makes sense all yep. right uh so moving forward you know down in in the future with with broken bones and, and how we fix them and how they're repaired is there any new kind of cool things that are coming down the pipe that you're aware of that might make i don't know healing faster casts not need to be on as long i mean are there things like this that are coming down um so that you find interesting yes so i don't know so much about the healing faster part Mm -hmm. of it um suppose there's nothing yeah your body (laughs) yeah but um but i did see actually there was an article i read 
or somebody showed me a, like a week ago that there's these really cool molded somewhat air casts or something and then basically you put this like gel molded cast over and then you like suck it down and then <laughs> i don't know it was very interesting but it but it made it very waterproof and oh, um, i suppose that's a big yeah. issue when you have a cast yeah break it in june you're not in the pool yes until yeah. okay yeah no like 3d printing and things like that is that are those ways i guess that sounds similar to what you're talking about it, kind it of, was maybe? but it it just it was it was like it was a single mesh size one size fits all and then there's this machine that kind of sucked it down and and hardened it sure um but i don't i don't know how relatively new that is okay. <laughs> or where that's coming from um but uh but, but I that's i think there is definitely cast improvements that okay. are that are coming down the line but also it seems that there's 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 things you guys have been doing forever that have worked mm -hmm. and really they don't need to change that much right 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 um what's the have have you ever have you ever seen anybody or had to to put in anybody oh, this is just terrible into like a full body cast <laughs> because they've broken so many have you ever been a part of something um, like that so no, oh, um, <laughs> but like, I guess you could say a body cast. Um, so in young kids that uh -huh. have a femur fracture, okay. we actually put them in what we call a spica cast, which is a pseudo body cast. It goes oh, really? up um, kind of to their upper diaphragm level and it'll include the broke, the broken leg will include a full leg down to their ankle. Okay. And then there's the other leg is usually included up until the thigh. Um, but there was a recent paper that came out that said you don't need to include the other leg. And so the last one that we did, we didn't include the other leg, and he healed up just fine. Oh, that's so awesome. It, so it makes it a little bit easier on the diaper changes and certain <laughs> things for the parents. Oh, so, no yeah. kidding. Dr. Michael, this I this has been fun. I love talking about, uh, you know, things kind of eh, different, weird things that, mm -hmm. that you experience. And we, we I did want to get around to... Um, kind of what we talked about before we started, and that is a lot. So many people will sprain their, stub their toes, hit their toes on things, yeah. and they never go to a doctor to fix that. And mm -hmm. are the bones that different in a toe to where you could break it and maybe you don't even realize it? Yeah, you could you could probably break a toe and not realize it. Um, really, and most often than not, toe broken toes typically don't require any surgical intervention. And we usually just put you in a hard sole shoe and let you, you know, kind of take it easy for a while um, for the most part. OK, so. Well, have you ever broke a bone? Uh, yes, I broke my <laughs> I broke my forearm when I was in fourth grade. What'd you do? How did it happen? Uh, was, I, it, was it embarrassing or was it a legitimate break? <laughs> <laughs> it was a legitimate okay. break, but it was embarrassing because it was uh, at softball picture day. <laughs> <laughs> Not during the game, during the pictures? No, it was during picture day uh, because we were waiting for our, our coach and everybody to get there. And we were jumping off the swing sets and decided... I'm going to land in a handstand. And <laughs> it's not the smartest move. So, oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Rachel Michael, orthopedic surgeon with Monument Health <laughs> Orthopedic and Specialty Hospital. Thank you for talking with me. <laughs> thank you for and having me. And when anything else new comes along, I want to have you back, okay? Okay, sounds great. All right, thank you, Dr. Michael.
Doc Talk with Monument Health is recorded live at Homeslice Studios, hosted by Mark Houston, edited by Russ Hatton, engineered by Chris Jaquis, and produced by Kelsey Kinney and Rob Henry.